welcome to the Bendy Fork, and we are in St. Patrick's Day week. So in order to celebrate St. Patrick's Day, um, I have put this lovely uh, brunch dish together, which is made of traditional Irish box tea. Um, box tea is a very, very old Irish dish, and it is basically like a glorified potato cake or a potato pancake. Um, and you can either bake it, boil it, or do it in a pan. And um, the way I'm going to do today is the way my mother taught me, which is in the pan. We do finish it off in the oven, so technically there is a bit of bake as well. Um, but it's really, really simple to make. And in this box tea, I'm doing it as a brunch. So I'm going to top it with um, beautiful uh, caramelized pancetta uh, with onions and lovely uh, Brussels sprouts. You can put any veg you want really but that's what i'm using uh, for this particular uh, version i caramelize up the bacon or the pancetta with onions and brussels sprouts and i just top the box tea um with that and it's really really lovely and really simple to do um if you'd like to do a nice brunch for st patrick's day or in fact it's beautiful to do as a brunch any day of the week or for a nice tea um even for breakfast uh we eat box tea for all kinds of meals in this house. So uh, it's a really lovely, lovely, easy, quick recipe. Um, doesn't take an awful lot of time, effort or ingredients. So that's always great. Um, now on the blog itself, uh, for this recipe, I have attached a link for Gallagher's Boxty House, which is or was one of the best places in Ireland to get Boxty. Um, unfortunately, due to COVID, they have uh, since closed. But there's a lovely uh, video uh, attached to the blog on the Bendy Fork from Gallagher's Boxty House and their chef in the way they make it. Um, theirs is more of the pancake kind of style Boxty, whereas mine is more the potato cake uh, style of Boxty. Um, so you can use either. So we'll start with the ingredients of um, the Boxty part. And we'll do the Boxty and then I'll do the ingredients for the topping. So I'm going to start with the ingredients for the box tea. And the most important thing, obviously, being a box tea is the potatoes. So um, you need one cup or 128 grams of raw grated potatoes. Now, you'll need to squeeze all the liquid out of them so that they're good and dry. Then you're going to need one cup of 100 or 128 grams of leftover mash. Now, my mashed potatoes are left over from dinner, so they normally have salt and a bit of milk and egg and things in them anyway, um, as I would have cooked them originally for dinner. So one cup of plain flour, that's kind of important as well to have. You need two teaspoons of baking powder. Don't panic if you don't have it, but it's better if you do. One teaspoon of salt. Uh, some recipes you'll see that have two teaspoons of salt. I only use one teaspoon of salt um, because the mash generally has salt in it anyway. And I don't like to over-salt things. Um, two eggs, lightly beaten. And you're going to need between a quarter and three quarters a cup of milk or buttermilk. Now, I say between a quarter and three quarters because it will depend on how liquidy you want your batter. Um, I find you know, just almost three quarters is enough for me to get the batter for the potato cake um, texture that I want. If you want more of a liquidy 
um, box tea, more of a flat pancake style box tea. A little bit more milk is probably what you need. And I do find that buttermilk gives a bit better flavor than ordinary milk, but I use both um, and use whatever you have. Now, you're also going to need a dash of oil and real, real butter for frying and use it liberally, the butter. Uh, traditional boxy would have been cooked on an old cast iron style of skillet. Um, I actually use my grandmother's uh, skillet pan and they would have fried it in butter and, and they would have been liberal with the butter. Now, I tend to put a dash of oil so the butter doesn't stick or burn. So even though you might say, oh, a little bit of butter, make sure there's enough to keep the thing, you know, well coated in the butter as you're frying so that it doesn't stick. And also you don't want your butter to be burning. So every time you fry, make sure you're topping up with butter um, so that you, you don't end up in a dry pan. OK, so that's your ingredients for the box tea. Now you need to get together your ingredients for your caramelized bacon or pancetta onion and your sprout okay now when it comes to the bacon or pancetta it really is supposed to depends on where you are and what's available to you you need about 200 grams of pancetta cubed you can also use streaky rashers about 10 of them chopped up or you can use about 200 grams of bacon lardons you see a lot of that in supermarkets now where they have bacon lardons which is basically tiny little bacon cubes they can be quite fatty so um, you can use any, any of the above, 200 grams of pancetta, like 10 slicers, streaky rashers, or the 200 grams roughly of bacon lardons. The more bacon, the better. Also, you're going to need two medium onions chopped. You are going to need a large handful of Brussels sprouts, a big handful. You want them to be cleaned. So normally you take off the outer leaves and give them a bit of a wash and half them lengthways. Two tablespoons of maple syrup, three to four tablespoons of brown sugar. I use muscovado sugar, but you can use whatever type of brown sugar that you have. I like muscovado because it gives a real caramelly toffee um, type of flavor when I'm doing anything that's caramelized. So I tend to always use that. Or yep, you can use any brown sugar. And then I have 25 grams of butter and a dash of oil. Now, you may need extra butter uh, to create that syrup when you're frying. So always have extra butter to hand. I say 25 grams, but you might need extra. That will depend on the amount of fat sometimes that comes out of the likes of the pancetta or the bacon lardon. So you kind of have to go a little bit by eye. You want to have a syrupy coating on everything. So that's why I always have the extra butter to hand. So how do we make the box tea and the topping? I generally start with the box tea and that's how my mother would have done it. She would start with the box tea and she would make all her box tea cakes and then she would just have them in the oven. So the first thing you do is you preheat your oven to 180 degrees Celsius, line a baking tray and then pop a frying pan or a griddle pan onto a medium heat so it's warming up nicely as you're getting your mixture together. Now the next thing you will need to do is you will need to mix all the box tea ingredients until you have a thick batter. I generally add the milk slowly so that I don't end up with a very runny batter. I don't like my box tea in a pancake style. I like it more in a kind of a soft cake style. Um, on the blog there is a picture 
of that. So if you go to www.thebendyfork.com, you will actually see a photograph of what the mixture looks like. Now, then what you need to do is you need to turn up the heat on your pan um, or your griddle pan or whatever type of pan you're using. And um, you want it to be nice and hot. So then you put in a drop of oil into the pan and a good knob of butter, about 25, 20 grams uh, will, will, will do the job, a good bit of butter um, so that that melts. And then what you do is you just get a large spoon and you drop a dollop of the mixture into the pan. So a standard pan should take three, maybe four dollops of box tea mixture from a large spoon. Level it out ever so slightly on the top, so it's kind of slightly flattened. Um, and then you leave it fry for about a minute to two minutes until it's golden, and then you flip it over onto the other side. And then that side gets brown. And when you've browned both sides, Take out your boxy uh, pancake or your boxy cake from the pan and put it on your lined tray. And just repeat this process until you have all the boxy mixture used up. And you then have a nice lined tray of probably 12, 13 boxy cakes. And you pop that into the oven for 15 minutes. So that's your boxy made and done. Job finished. That was going to take you less than 10 minutes to cook it all and then you pop it in the oven. So now we are going to turn to the topping that you're going to put on your box when you serve it for brunch. And this is a really quick, tasty brunch, really, really lovely. And we're going to caramelize the bacon or pancetta um, or streaky rashers, whichever meat you're using, with the onions and the sprouts. Now, it's important that you have to one side a bowl with some ice and some water in it because you are going to plunge the sprouts into this bowl after a couple of minutes cooking so that you retain the lovely color on them. So that's the first thing to do. Make sure you have that bowl there ready with some lovely iced water. And then in a saucepan of boiling salted water, you cook your Brussels sprouts, which you have already prepared for about three minutes. So have the water good and boiling, and then you pop in the Brussels sprouts and you cook them for three minutes. You do not want to overcook them and you don't want them to go soggy. So three minutes is grand. And then they will be taken out and plunged into the ice bath, the bowl of ice water. So that will basically stop the cooking straight away, which is what you want, and it'll retain the lovely color. So that's the first thing you need to do in terms of your topping. The second thing you need to do now in terms of your topping is you're going to heat a large skillet or pan over medium to high heat. I say that depending whether you're using gas or an electric, you will know how your own hob works. And once it's hot, if you're using bacon lardons, add in the bacon, the fatty bit of the bacon lardons now or the fatty bit of the pancetta, because that will release all that fat. It'll kind of render down. Um, and you'll end up with this lovely oil that's already there for you to fry um, the rest of the, the meat. It might need a little dash of extra oil in the pan, um, and that's absolutely fine. So once that fat is kind of rendered down, you have this little oily base there from your fatty bacon, or the fatty bits. Then you add in all the remainder of your meat, pancetta or your streaky bacon, or your bacon lardons, whichever you are using. And you want to stir this around for about two minutes. And while that's been stirred around, 
you trickle over the maple syrup and stirring it all the time. Don't let it crisp and adjust the heat depending on your hob. You don't want this to burn. You don't want it to crisp up too soon because you still have to sweat out the onions yet. Okay, so even if it's slightly under, that's fine because it's still going to be cooking with the, with the onions going into it. So once you've done that for about two minutes, is absolutely grand. Now you want to add in your onions. So you add in your onions and your butter and you sweat it down for about two minutes, two to three minutes until the onions start to kind of soften and slightly change color. Now, if you want to use more butter, that's absolutely fine. Throw it in there a little bit more. Never hurt anyone. Okay, I love butter, so I'm a devil for using more of it. So now in your pan, you're going to have your butter. You're going to have your bacon. You will have trickled in your maple syrup. And you're giving this a lovely stir around. So everything is starting to get coated really beautifully with the, the butteriness and, and the lovely sweetness from the onions. This now is when you add in your uh, sugar, okay? So add in more sugar and it's going to be mixed around and this is going to be coating uh, everything like a syrup. And you do this for a couple of minutes, maybe two minutes before you add in your actual sprouts. So then you add in the sprouts after about two minutes, sprouts go in. And you just gently stir everything that's in the saucepan or in the frying pan. Keep it stirred for about five minutes, making sure everything is coated really beautifully. And you end up with this lovely kind of caramelly syrup um, on all of the meat, the onions, the beautiful sprouts. They're not boiling out. They're just getting that lovely little crispiness and that sweetness on them. And that's it. It's done. Lightly season it with salt and pepper. Probably don't need that much because the bacon is quite salty. Have a little taste of it. Um, if you want the syrup a bit sweeter, maybe you might want it darker, either add in a little bit more maple syrup or a little bit more sugar. But I think you should be fine with the amount of sugar that I put in this recipe. I do tend to use about four good, you know, tablespoons of muscovado sugar. And that generally is enough, to be honest. So when you come to serve it, what you do is you stack up three or four of the boxy cakes and then you just pour over it or drop onto it the lovely uh, caramelized topping that you have. And make sure you get that syrup on there as well, because it adds this lovely sweetness to the actual um, potato cake itself. It's really, really beautiful. You'll have the whole thing cooked and on the table in under 40 minutes, I'd say 30 minutes. Um, if you're a good multitasker. And it's just a really simple brunch to do. Traditionally, we would have eaten boxty in this form as a potato cake, but we would have just eaten it with um, a big lump of butter on the top of it, and that would have just melted. Oh, my God. And you can eat it that way, or you can do a lovely fried egg on top of it. So it's a really lovely thing to do either as a breakfast side on its own for breakfast, which is what we do here in the house, maybe a fried egg, or as a lovely brunch, um, where you can just add your toppings onto it, whether you want to add some chicken, whether you want to do the bacon like I've done. It's, uh, it's just a really simple, quick, uh, 
snack to do and quite unusual to do for a brunch uh, as well, to be to be honest, you know. So that is my first of my recommendations for St. Patrick's Day. Um, you're really getting ready now to have some nice things. We had the Irish lovely fruit soda bread earlier on in the week or last week. And that would be lovely for a breakfast on St. Patrick's Day. And now you have this beautiful Irish boxty um, brunch, which I would highly recommend anybody trying, even if it's not for St. Patrick's Day. Um, but it is very, very tasty and it is well worth having a go at. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, um, wishing you the best for St. Patrick's Day, wherever you are. I hope you're all safe um, and well, most importantly. And we look forward to you dropping by here on the podcast again really soon. Slong of home. Thank you.